Hey there, it's the Machine of Nonsense, episode 104, and we're talking Thanksgiving. It's almost Thanksgiving here in the, the States, the United States of America. I think it's on Thursday, if I remember correctly. Uh, Kayla's the one who keeps all of the uh, anniversaries and holidays. Um, she's here with me. I'm your host, Eric, joined as always by Kayla. Hey, hey. And uh, we've got Aaron on the pod today. Hello. And Mike with his Roku background. Don't, don't call me a jive turkey. All right? Don't, don't do it. I'll try not to. Uh, we'll, we'll see. No promises. It's well about my Roku. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but uh, yeah, we're going to have a nice talk about what we're thankful for in pop culture. I think we did one of these last year. I'm uh, really concerned that I'm going to have the exact same things <laughs> on my list. <laughs> I was I had intended to like go through old episodes, but I've zipped them all because they're very um, uh, data consuming, let's say. Uh, so I didn't want to unzip them, you know. So, um, hey, if you listen to that episode and uh, and then you also listen to this episode. I'm thankful for you, you know, so that's fine. Um, that's, that's really cool. But, yeah, we're just going to go around the room, talk about what we're thankful for in pop culture, what we're really digging, and, um, you know, maybe some uh, some more thoughtful things, too. I've got some really thoughtful things to say. Before that, um, maybe we're thankful for some things we've been uh, checking out recently. Aaron, uh, you've told me that the new Pokemon uh, is a graphical powerhouse. Is that correct? That's true. It's probably the best looking game I've ever played. It's uh, like real life on the screen. <laughs> uh, no, it's it looks it looks fucking awful. As everybody knows, everybody's been talking about it. And then you got people defending and saying, "Well, if I can play it on my gaming computer, like then it's not the game's fault. It's the Switch's fault." I don't know, but it's fun to play. Horrible to look at. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, Breath of the Wild is still one of the most impressive games. I've ever played, and it it runs pretty well on the on the six year old right. machine. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, like Arceus looks okay. Every Mario that comes out looks fantastic. Like, yeah, because this isn't just like, oh, it doesn't look realistic. It's people are falling through buildings, and Pokemon are disappearing mid battle, and <laughs> like, it's not it's not mistakes that should be made by something so big like Game Freak or Nintendo or and they they are making the games for the Switch, so they better figure out how to right, work on the Switch. That's what uh, the thing I was watching said. Like it'd be like calling um, the Pop Tart company, saying, "Hey, I spent seventy dollars on Pop Tarts, and it says it should fit in my toaster, but it doesn't fit in my toaster." And then I'm telling you to buy a better toaster. Um, <laughs> I've heard Pop Tart oh, is, is oh, real, real assholes, so I mean, they might. Has Has anyone tried? Has anyone tried to to tell them it doesn't fit in their toaster? And then, like, if you add in the fact that, like, it's literally against the terms of service to play this game anywhere other than the Switch, like, it's technically not even legal to play on your computer. I mean, who reads those though? I mean, come on. So, like, it's. It's the dumbest thing ever. They designed it for the Switch, but then it was like, oh, well, it's not my fault you're playing it on a Switch. <laughs> Pokemon Company, man, they're they're really kind of like, well, probably this might come up in, in the noddies later on, but like uh, Pokemon Legends, Ar Ar Arceus, Arceus, I, I still cannot say that one correctly ever on the first try, but like. That game, oh, it's Arceus. 
That's the best way to remember. Noah's Arceus. I like it. Okay. I remember it. That's a good one. Um, so uh, Arceus. Um, like, you know, you just see the cracks in that one, too. And it's like, come on. You're like the most successful company on the planet. You know, between Nintendo and Game Freak and the Pokemon Company and all that, you've got all the money in the world. Just come on. Get, spend some of it, please, on on your shit. I was really excited. Well, I mentioned it before. It's just so weird how that how Pokemon is. There's like eight different slices to that pie as to who's in control of what. Yeah. Um. So yeah. I was so excited because like Kayla fell in love. I mean, both of us did with uh, Noah's Arceus, and um, <laughs> <laughs> I was I was hoping that uh, we you know that Scarlet and Violet would get some solid reviews and we move right into that but um i don't know maybe put that one on the back burner um well, they've got an update coming i mean if cyberpunk could do it where they just everybody yelled at them for releasing an incomplete game when really they're mostly just mad that like the rain didn't make the ground wet or some stupid shit like that <laughs> um i think pokemon could do it i mean it's they're clearly such a big cash grab with all the pokemon stuff they're releasing all pretty within yeah. each other they should at least they should at least finish it before it's put out or go like the ea way and just finish it after right after you put it out or something but i'm sure there's over 10 million unsatisfied people out there already like the games sell really quick so yeah there's been talks of uh people uh demanding refunds and things like that like signing petitions all that kind of stuff so uh it's a bummer, man, because it like Arceus seemed like such a good first right step into a new horizon and uh, with with the franchise and just to have it this one bug down with so many bugs. <laughs> oh. uh, um, it's it's a it just it sucks. Hmm. Can you imagine dissatisfying 10 million people like what, how cool that would be? You know, like I I wish. Never done it in my life. Never planned. <laughs> I wish someday will this podcast will get to ten million people and they well, will be highly dissatisfied. Like Bon Jovi, I've rocked them all. You know, oh God. Bon Jovi leaves me dissatisfied every time. So I don't <laughs> rocked them all. <laughs> Is that what he says? That's not what it sounds like. What he says. Oh well. How did we get to Bon Jovi? Uh, I think we're all playing uh, the Bon Jovi of video games right now, God of War. Uh, oh man, the boss. The I almost call him the boss, but no, they're just both from the boss of Jersey. He's one of the bosses of Jersey with with Springsteen. Yeah, mild spoilers for God of War Ragnarok. Uh, most of it takes place in New Jersey, uh, so um, uh, right out of Spartelheim into New Jersey. It's it was a it was a bit grating, but uh, it worked. Um, Mike, how far are you at this point? Twenty hours in, I just finished up uh, the Vanaheim. Uh, well, at least what I can do there, like the first go round, I did all that stuff and uh, doing some more side stuff until I go back to home base area and uh, strategize with with the crew. I kind of I really like how. Uh, how Mass Effecty this one kind of is. Yeah, that's what with, I was uh, with all the the crew stuff. You kind of doing loyalty missions for everybody uh, so far, and uh, I dig it. I I love the game so far. 
Kayla, we're 40 hours in at this point. Um, what uh, what are you feeling? I mean, we both love 2018. Um, and uh, how, are, how are you feeling? I don't know if I've like, we've, we've talked about it, but, uh, you know, where, where's your place I at right now? I love it. I'm totally invested. Uh, I think they are, do really well at connecting even the side stories, the uh, small little uh, f- recipe hunts that like I've told Mike, you know, Eric's been playing and I haven't played yet. I do plan to play this game in entirety, but a lot of times when Eric and I play games like this, like I'll go do the side stuff and he'll do the main story stuff, but none of the side stuff even feels like side stuff. It all mm. feels like it's meaningful. It all adds to the story, which I'm engrossed in. I mean, Atreus can piss me off. You know, he's <laughs> I thought he's like, got his moment. Damn, like, damn. I, he's fucking bring your guts out. <laughs> Trace. Trace is the fucking worst. Like in the first one, I'm like, I okay, he's annoying, that. but I understand. <laughs> like in the first one, he's annoying, and I'm thinking, like, okay, in this one, he's not gonna be annoying because he's getting he's not stabbing people in the neck to prove a point anymore. Like he's do want to say no? He's he's, he's now he's now he's just a little bitch about other things. Yeah, like I, he's such a little jerk about everything. I had basically that it, almost that exact take with with Kayla the other day. I was like, you know what? I I was thinking that uh, Atreus would kind of like this is several years into the future and everything else that he would you know mature a little bit and stuff. And he has in in certain ways, but it's like um. It's basically what you said. Like he he can be just as annoying as he was in that that first game. There's just like whole segments where you know he's he's tough to kind of you know deal with. But I will say that like when I when I put some thought into it, I'm like okay. In the first game, he's like a preteen, something like that, or whatever else, and he's going through very like preteen kind of situations stuff. And now he's like a like a teenager and like. Basically, what I'm saying is, like, kids suck. Like, all those, like, you know, like, they kind of all all suck, it, especially in those, like, age ranges, you know? They have, like, all, all that stuff, and he's, like, a supersized version of that, you know? So yeah, I'm, like, yeah. I'm giving him a little bit of, like, leeway. I'm, like, well, yeah, if I was, like, a 14-year-old god or whatever, like, I'd probably be a asshole, too. I don't know. Like, I'd, I'm... The first, like, ten years of his life, he lived in a log cabin with only, like, a mile, like, radius around his home that he could <laughs> then to find out, oh, my God, my mom was a giant, and I'm a god, and my dad's a god, and we have powers, like, I don't giant's know. Giant's got cool-ass magic. Well, then yeah. He, but then he, like, he moves from that to, like, a Nazi point of view of, well, everybody else is less than us, we should be telling them what to do. And then now it's just he's desperate to find out he's the one to save the world. He doesn't even care about saving people. He just wants to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I think I for me like narratively everything the the biggest takeaway that I've had so far is like um everyone kind of has made sense to me. Like their motivations, their like yeah. uh personalities, uh, all of those things even if they like frustrate me like Atreus has frustrated me. Kratos has frustrated me. Um, other characters you run into have like frustrated me at at different points. But like, if I take a step back and and think about it, I'm just like, 
Well, like in this narrative, like in the situation that they're put in and being gods and with Ragnarok, the end of the world coming and whatnot, it's like, well, I don't know, maybe if I was in that situation too, I'd also be this kind of like asshole. It's kind of my like same argument I made, I think, like last year when we had the conversations about um, Ellie in The Last of Us, uh, Last of Us 2 specifically, like... I, I didn't like a lot of her decisions, but they made sense to me, you know, like, and I, it's kind of like the same thing for me, uh, a lot of times in this, in this game so far, but I'm loving it regardless. Yeah. It's a really fun game. Except like, uh, we were talking about before we started the podcast, except for the compass. Oh, the compass so bad. Which is a map uh, of the compass suck ass. Yeah. Like the compass, like I'm lined up. I'm like, okay, I just need to walk in a straight line to this thing. But I'm just, I walk four steps and it goes off to the right. I'm like, yeah. It's really bad. <laughs> can't spell compass so without can't. ass. You know, you just can't. Right. And there's too many things. There's too many like little trinkets and <laughs> all that bullshit. I and found almost all of it. So <laughs> it's got- just like, I have this other thing I can activate. I have all these moves that I never use. Uh, I use them all. I could have done. I think the game could have been stripped down a little bit from that. That kind of stuff. Yeah, That's my favorite part of the game. I think. Like, I I just you. found my first like heavy rune attack, like twenty hours in. You know, like. Oh, did you? Oh. Yeah. That's it takes that a was while. Kind of. Yeah. What. It, I felt the same way. Like it took a while to to get all of the stuff, but then when they they come fast and furious after that, in my opinion. Right. I remember 2018 having the same issue. Like, so this one just seems a little, like they added just a couple more things to it. <laughs> right. Well, see, like they added things, but they group them. Like I look at the thing, like oh, I still need another artifact i still need some lore and i need a perfect chest and then when you get to the area they're all three by each other um and there's a lot of that so like there's more of it but they tend to group all the items together in areas yeah i've noticed that too yeah i haven't been frustrated the thing that frustrates me most like the compass sucks uh, and the map's like okay like it's usable no it's not it's you can't you can't use it to get anywhere it's an overview like if you try to use it in the mine Let's say, like, oh, when you're on Svarlheim, it's just an overview of a mountain, like, and you're just going through gray or brown. Yeah. I literally like, just did that today. That's it's funny you mentioned that, but <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think it's 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 fine. It's it's what I mean. That's that's what a map is, you know. Like, it's it's at least like realistic. It's, uh, no GPS ground, you know. I'd say it's the same level as like a grounded. Right. <laughs> oh, <what's laughs> no, there's nothing worse than the grounded map. There's. Once you uh, go into like lower whacker, that's when the map goes wild. You can't find your way through. <laughs> that's a Chicago joke for you, folks. True story. True story. Been Very there, true. Done that. Very true. Um, yeah, I yeah, but I, I don't know. I was. I, I think I agree with you, Aaron. Is of like once you get to an area or whatever else the items are pretty like intuitive of like okay i can head right here and here's a bunch of items and i i check a you know check a bunch off the the list i think the thing that has frustrated me the most in terms of like the map and the key and stuff is i don't because it's like at that those metroidvania aspects of you you know you're kind of gonna like come back to an area or like have the opportunity to do so at at various points maybe even post game like um i'm i'm real concerned like okay 
can't am I wasting my time here like trying to find that that raven or something to kill when I don't even like have the ability to get to it at this point yet um and and that's concerning I don't want to waste time just running around a mine or something when I I can't even get the whatever the item that yeah. I'm looking for that's frustrating um, I'll say my actual biggest complaint of the game is that they've made really cool puzzles and Fucking, I forget his name. The head on your hip waits all. He waits all of four seconds of you (laughs) trying to solve it before he tells you how to solve it. Did you bump up the puzzle timing thing? Can can you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because like I walk, I walk into a room and I'm just looking around the room because I'm looking at stuff because I like how things look. And he'll be like, "Have you tried throwing this from this angle? Like I haven't tried anything yet, but thank you, I guess." Light that torch, brother. So okay. (laughs) So okay, Mike, did you up that thing? Oh yeah, I got it on like extended plus. And does that so? And and you feel like that changes the um like timing on on that like how fast Mimir or, or Atreus like um gives you a hint or something. Um, it seems like as you get cl- like when you get involved with it, uh-huh. they wait until you're like failing a f- few times. Like I don't know because it's there's not- like it, there's like a um. There's a bit of like miscommunication or like argument going on online right now. I just I just listened to a podcast where um uh shout out to Mike Maharty. He's listening. I know he is. Um he said like I think he works for like Kotaku or something and Polygon. Um, Polygon there you go. He said they they reached out to Sony Santa Monica and they asked about that setting. Um whether that what that setting actually does and he said according to to their research that it uh, affects the um like the puzzles where you have to do something in a a certain amount of time uh like ring a bell ring three bells in a certain amount of time um that it affects that and it doesn't affect the the hints that you're getting oh okay because like someone came out pretty early on and said hey check this setting put it on extended or whatever and that'll extend your hints and then people have gone back and forth on whether that's actually what it does and um at least according to to my good friend mike maharty uh that is not what it does but i i haven't messed with the setting myself at all um but that's a big that's a big talking point I've been pretty slow on one of those Norner chests where you got to ring the bells and it still works. So, okay. right. so maybe that's it then. Um, what I've noticed in this one versus the last one is those, uh, it used to be in the last one, you just have to hit them all in a certain period of time. And this one though, a lot of the bells reset at different times. You almost have to find the order to hit them. Interesting. Like if you're not, if you're not doing it, then just try doing it in a different order. <laughs> Because then you'll have one of them that takes a lot longer to reset than the other two. Interesting. I've kind of done that organically. I didn't know that that was the fact, but I did it. I I try to set myself up in the best, like, okay, can I, if I look right here and just swivel to get this one and hit it left. So it kind of, that's interesting. I I think you're probably right on that. Well, I found it because I did. I was doing the one, and I literally was hitting Cognac and doing all three of them literally as fast as you possibly. Like, there was no wasted moment. It was straight two, straight two, and it didn't clear. And I'm like, there's no fucking way I'm missing this. There's no way to do it faster. But then I noticed, like, when I'd finish it, and one of them was already coming back, one of the letters would take forever to come back. And I did that one first, and it was easy to clear after that. Interesting. 
Did you feel that same way, Kayla? Like, that's probably what it is? I just noted, like, you know, there would be times where you would hit all three of them and it wouldn't be in time. And so you would start at the one you ended on and you had plenty of time. Like, oh. Yeah. And you even, like, missed on one of the throws and and then had to rethrow and was like, oh, it still, it still worked. That's right. Yeah, that, like, just happened. You're right. You're probably, yeah, you're probably right, Aaron. That's That's a good call on that one. That's pretty cool. Um, One more thing on God of War. Yeah. This game is so good at just the out of nowhere boss fights. I love when those just, you're just, you know, you're just doing that same kind of push your boat into the water anime and all of a sudden a fucking big ass crocodile is coming. It was just, or like, you know, something's flying down to tackle you out of nowhere. And oh, it's boss fight time. It's, I I love that stuff. Yeah. The the 2018 one did like, kind of one it wasn't even a boss fight but there was like one chest i remember that you opened kind of fairly early on in the game um and something like attacked you as soon as you opened the chest and it never did it again throughout the whole game but the whole game i was wondering like okay i'm gonna open a chest and be attacked probably like 25 percent of the time or something like that and uh i feel like this game like probably took that moment and was like okay how can i do that with i've noticed just like things popping out of you out at you in general has been a more like common thing and and with the boss fights too is, is really cool yeah and then and then your sidekick will always be like man things things are a little feistier around here with, with you around <laughs> yeah. the, banter, explanation. <laughs> yeah, the banter is pretty great in this one just oh yeah it's funny and it's it's all really good the stories are really cool like I like when just you're just pushing the boat and Trace is like, "Well, I get a beard like you," and Chris is just no, and that's the end of the conversation. It's fantastic. <laughs> There's a lot of really good ones like that. Then, I'm loving the Kratos Freya stuff. I'm loving. I, I love Kratos. But yeah, it's been good. <laughs> I feel like I've haven't been with Atreus in like 15 hours. And oh, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. Well, they do that, <laughs> yeah, uh, that well. It like just. Right. It flows like okay, I'm doing this now, and then he's doing that. It all right. It makes sense, yeah. So, um, my only real, my real detraction is like when you, when they decide to go to a part that's like linear and not open world, it takes forever to get like back. Like when you play from like like say Atreus's point of view, like you have to do that for a long time. Mm. Um, and I wasn't a fan of that, but the rest of it is pretty pretty great. Yeah. Let me ask you two a question. You are both playing it on PS5. Yes. We get a lot <laughs> of... I will call it a lot. It, it happens. It's not terrible every time it happens, but there's a lot of like floaty arms and floaty heads uh, where, where like the enemies take a second to become to render, full yeah. enemies. Really? Um, does that happen to you guys? No, it doesn't seem not like at all. The the animations of them appearing are actually usually pretty good. Of them crawling out of the ground or coming from under yeah. something or dropping off of something. So yeah, it's just like uh, in the like a uh, Muselheim like trial things. You know, when they're coming out of that wall, they'll just be like their hands. Coming. Oh no! <laughs> just for like a quick second, they do come, but like there there are times where you're like, oh shit, that's just a floaty armor or something yeah it's always combat encounters with with that kind of stuff yeah 
the only janky thing is like Kratos's death. Like he'll just like his head will be through whatever yeah. like mm. weird objects around you, like some kind of headstone or something, and his head's just popping through it, or his sh- shoulders in the ground. Like it's weird that. stuff like that. But. And I've had like a few times where like I'll die, and um, Atreus will just keep fighting the Berserker on his own, but then like the stone will still come above me and burst, and then I'll get up with no one helping me. It happened once but- to us recently. Yeah. Um, that stuff's only happened. You haven't. You don't fuck with the resurrection stones. Oh god, yeah. they're essential for me. I don't know. Pro gamer over there. Gosh. Yeah, I'm doing well, pretty good. Well, like I said, like until you start doing the no berserker mercy. fights, until you do the berserker fights, none of the fights are actually like I haven't fought any any of the story fights have not been hard yet. Yeah, I, I would they're say like the side stuff right. is is harder. Um, in general, you know, I've just run into like things above my level doing a, a side quest or something like that, but, um, they're challenging, but not like overwhelming or anything, um, right. so far. Well, I could make it even more, especially with the side stuff and fighting, like, I guess I don't want to spoil stuff. You guys aren't to Vanaheim and all that, but yeah. there's, yeah, <laughs> there's at least, uh, 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 yeah, stuff, stuff that's at least as challenging as like the Valkyries and stuff, I would say. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what what that is in this game. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sure we'll be talking. For God of War. I'm thankful for it. Yes, indeed. Yeah, I, I, I like God it. That's it. That's a really good segue. We'll we'll talk more God of War. I think um, the uh, the Naughties are coming up. Uh, Fast and Furious. Um, we'll be. That's the second time I think I've said Fast and Furious in this. I'm I'm you know I'm thankful for the Fast and Furious. You've got a lot that, more sequels if you want to get them all in before the end of the episode. Yeah, yeah. I've got to watch every one since the um, the first movie, I think. I think I've seen the first movie, and then I've seen the one where they did the uh, – where The Rock um, was in, in there, like, introduced. They're in, like, Brazil or something. Um, <laughs> there's only, like, a couple more, right? Fast and Furious movies. Um that one off somewhere. Uh, <laughs> let's let's talk about what we're thankful for. Um, you know, oh, Kayla, Kayla, what before? Um, give me just a minute. Yeah, thank you. Can we take a quick little pause? Yes, we can. I like clean it up, so I'm just gonna go. Yeah, see. No, I like it. I can cut this all out. Nah. Say a bunch of racist stuff. Doesn't matter. <laughs> no. I'm not streaming. <laughs> I've never stopped saying racist. <laughs> oh. Yeah, just clap every time you say something racist so I can see it in the waveform and, and we're good. <laughs> I'll just cut it right out. It's just uh, going to sound like applause. <laughs> stuff. I got uh, your guys' like popcorn and stuff. I got to bring oh, it to right. you. Yeah. I'm sorry. I forget. I, I compl- I'm like, I, t- I remember talking to you saying, I'll give you the money. And then I don't know why it never occurred to me to actually send you the money. So, uh, Oh, it's all good. <laughs> I've been I've been out of it lately. I don't know what it is. I know like Selena messaged me for a recipe, and I'm like, I'm like, I'll re- I'll respond. I'm working right now. I'll respond. And then three days later, I'm like, oh shit, I should say something, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know she, for- she did a good job. She did a, it. Turned out oh, pretty. She, good. You guys made it, yeah. Um, yeah. so like the recipe is just like I, it's not something I actually follow. Like it's something just similar to the way I made it, where you like. Does she like sear the outside in a pan before she put it in a slow cooker? I don't know. 
But that's um, uh, I. She like made it while I had an afternoon shift, and oh, I, I was able to come home and it. it was ready, and it was. It tastes the same as when I made it. Uh she hers had like a real kick to it, and I, that I liked a lot. I don't remember yours having that, but yeah, I was serving it to kids mostly. Yeah, that, so. Hers, yeah. Hers, bitch. None it's of the okay. kids really dug it, but. I, like, <laughs> She told me that she wanted to make it for Amelia. <laughs> yeah, I know. Millie no. liked it, but she was like, man, that's kind of spicy. What was it? <laughs> this right. is making me hungry. Oh, it's Italian beef. Remember I made it for his birthday? I do remember. Yeah, yeah it was good. quite good. I guess Amelia wanted it. See, like, I bet you what she did is she followed the recipe and she put that whole jar of the peppers and the juice in there. Mm-hmm. And I did less of that juice in there. She normally does just half. So I don't know how much she did, but uh, it was good. Yeah. Uh, we got to figure out something Thanksgiving wise. I know I'm usually on top of it now, but I don't know. I've been really like my anxiety has been killing me the last couple of months. That's why I haven't been participating in anything. So, but um, I don't know. Don't probably sometime, um, sometime probably after like the thirtieth. Sorry, my kind. Your your apology letters come in the mail. Uh, I don't know. We'll do something. Um, it's probably not going to be the traditional Thanksgiving food because I'm making that for Megan's family on Thursday. Um, so we'll, we'll do something uh, Thanksgiving. I say we got to do like a, a thing. I've been out of it lately, so I haven't really planned or set anything up or. Um, but um, we'll do something soon. I don't know if it's pasole or something like that. Pistol. My dad said to say hey to you guys. Oh, nice. Hey. That he loves you, Eric. Oh, that's so nice of him. <laughs> I'm thankful for Troy. That won't make the episode, but um, let's do it. So yeah, let's uh, let's get into it. What are we thankful for in pop culture? Um, I I've had I feel like it's been a a pretty cool year for me. Uh, a lot of a lot of good stuff. We'll be talking um, you know, the naughties at some point soon. Um, it's gonna be hard to make those lists for for me. But I think for me, like the things that I've had on, on my list and what I'm gonna discuss are more so so like the state of things of of where they're at. So I've got like three lists of of the state of stuff that i really like um kind of the direction certain things are going um so i'll just i'll start it off um with with the state of television um the state of like streaming tv and and stuff like that um for me is as good as i can ever remember um it's a it's a little unfortunate how many choices there are it's a little difficult sometimes to like decide which fucking seven streaming networks and stuff i'm gonna uh subscribe to but um just looking at my list of like tv shows that are that i want to discuss at the end of the year that that could make my like top five and stuff i could easily pick five different streamers like that that like produce some kind of tv show that i super dug from like apple tv uh hbo max is killing it hbo fx killing it um even prime um and 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 disney plus honestly like is has put out some good stuff so like just those five um i could make a list of like my top five shows of this year and and feel pretty confident about like my choices and and that's not even to mention you know all all the other ones your netflix and and everything else so um yeah just the general state of of tv there are just 
frankly too many options like it's just like every time i turn it on it's it's something it's something new and or someone's recommending something oh you, you haven't checked out whatever yet like like it took forever for us to watch like the bear you know and stuff like that and we finally checked that out and holy shit the bear is really good you know and and just stuff like that yeah so um yeah just the general state of tv right now is is really strong big big yeah just to piggyback i had hbo just as a thing on mine because i think i've joked with eric earlier in the year like I think my top five TV is just going to be HBO shows. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. And it's not because that's all I watch. Cause I'm checking out stuff on Hulu. I'm checking out stuff, you know, Amazon and Peacock and shit like that. And, and, uh, HBO is just, they, they got the heat, man. I don't know. Every, everything, everything like they release is, is really good. Yeah. I have and I like, said that uh, last year. <laughs> um, I, for some reason, can't think of how you put the words together. Comedy and drama. Dramedy, dramedies? Dramedies. Dramedy, yeah. Dramedy. But yeah, specifically, like, I, I wrote down, like, TV, TV dramedies. Like, you have, like, Severance, Winning Time, The Shrink Next Door. I, I, they're, like, a little different. Our like, Flag Means Death. They're serious, but they're funny. Yeah. Our Flag Means Death. Yes, I have that listed, too. Um, Even yeah. uh, What We Do in the Shadows. That'll that'd be a different thing I bring up, but... <laughs> No, that's really good. Um, how, how about you, Aaron? Like, what's your favorite kind of um, TV network, TV streamer, what what have you? Um, it's hard to know. Like, I'm not into a lot of stuff anymore. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I watch, like, like I say a lot. I watch a lot of horror stuff, and I most of it ends up on Amazon Prime or Tubi, which is really weird because it's free. Um, we just watch a lot. Watch stuff on Hulu, I guess. I like the most. I I keep getting upset because Netflix keeps raising their prices, but I can't like remember like the last thing I was pumped about Netflix for. Like maybe Stranger Things, but like other than that, like I feel like I'm paying like twenty dollars a month just to watch Stranger Things once every three years. So <laughs> there's definitely enough on there. Like when I do turn on Netflix, it's probably the one I turn on the least, maybe like overall. But like when I do, um, there's a lot of intriguing stuff. It's just that like there's maybe stuff that's higher on my priority list on and I on HBO Max or on um you know disney plus or something um but i don't know like like 1899 that just like came out that looks super oh, yeah. intriguing you know i want to watch that i was uh, i was thinking about starting that last night and then i'm just like uh, i'm gonna play pokemon <laughs> yeah like, cabinet of curiosities looks really intriguing like i just fantastic yeah and it's just sandman. like sandman sandman right like I, so yeah sandman looks weird i haven't watched it <laughs> I'll watch it. Check it out. I, I, I think it's worth a watch for sure. I, I like Sandman. I'm thankful for Sandman. I'll, I'll, I'll say it. <laughs> yeah. I watch. Honestly, I watch mostly what I watch are documentaries. I watch them while I while I do thing while I'm working. I watch them. I listen to them while I do dishes. I listen to them while I cook. So like, I watch tons of documentaries. And I guess I the reason I'm so like cold on netflix is netflix has like the worst documentaries like i know it's like hip now to be into true crime so they have a bunch of these like super overproduced like opinionated documentaries and um the ones on like amazon prime come out a lot better so that's 
thankful for that, I guess. <laughs> thankful for Amazon Prime documentaries. I dig it. Kayla, you said you had like something uh, in the same realm, uh, maybe? Uh, I had. I, I wanted to give our patron saint, Taika Waititi, some thankfulness. Uh, we might not have been blown out of the water by Love and Thunder, but I think that's an MCU problem. Like, you didn't get Taika at 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 Taika level. You didn't get him to be able to be free. I feel like that that's just uh, under the bridge for me. I'm still thankful for Taika. I still like what we do in the shadows this season. I still liked our flag means death. Um, he was in Lightyear. He was fun in that. Reservation Dogs. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, yep. Thankful for Taika. I dig it. I'm always thankful for Taika. Uh, how about you, Mike? What what you got? Um, I'm I'm gonna start with with one that just brings a smile to my face. The uh the power couple from Bodies, 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 Alice and Greg. <laughs> uh, my favorite part of that movie. Um, Greg played by uh Lee Pace, and Alice played by Rachel uh, Sinot. Believe and uh, man, uh, <laughs> he's got big lungs, first, man. Yeah, I think that's like Greg's first line of the movie. They're like doing this weird, like how long who can hold their breath underwater longest, and he does it way, way long. Uh, everyone's out of the pool by then, and he just bursts out like I won, I won. <laughs> the biggest lungs here, whatever he says. And, no one even gives uh, a shit. It's so good. In a movie just full of like the ah, this like what are they? What generation are are they? Gen Y or some or shit under, <laughs> or yeah, something? Yeah. Uh, not, not not Greg though. I think Greg's with us. Right, right. He's kind of out of it, but <laughs> everyone else are like these like rich like Laguna Beach style kind of bad MTV reality rich kind of level of 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 young people. And and those two just kind of were the ones that shine shone through that and and uh, great movie, great characters. I love them. Man, good call, good call. Um, uh, I had bodies, bodies, bodies listed as like an example of. Um, I I wrote down like movies that don't take themselves seriously. Um, bodies, bodies, bodies was one. We recently watched the unbearable weight of massive talent, which. Uh, was was good. I I enjoyed it. Nicholas Cage is nuts, and he was not even the best part about that movie. Of course, uh, uh, Pedro Pascal, right? That's yeah. Him. Um, I, I just he's just so charming in that and ridiculous. Uh, I even wrote down weird and barbarian because barbarian just has like a lot of just fun it. weird right. like. It's the funniest part, but it literally is like the stupidest part. <laughs> Means nothing, but they oh, I think it. like Justin Long's character fits in yeah. perfectly with what you're what you're saying. Like, right, when right. He's, when he's got that measure and tape, and shit. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> so good. some uh, of the um, best stuff. moments in yeah, this year. Uh, yeah, X is like that too. I think um, where they where they yeah. take like it's sort of like a silly thing and. Yeah, I like that a lot. I've even seen a lot with uh, movies that normally are overly serious and dramatic. And I like that they're going in this direction without making it campy, yeah. which is really yeah. cool. Yeah, we tried to watch X the other night, and you got to like sign up for Showtime. And I got Showtime. I just, 
Don't don't tell people I'll, I'll give you my password. Right? Fuck, <laughs> I know the Showtime execs listen to this pod, Aaron. God damn it. Yeah. What are you doing? I just got I got that I got that email from Netflix the other day saying like because uh, I logged in on uh, Lucy's TV in her room, and they're like, hey, a new device logged in. Please keep in mind that only within the same house. Like, I'm paying them $20 a month, not because I need the five screens, <laughs> but because that's the only one that has the highest level of HD available for Netflix. Mm. Um, so it looks, um, you know, I paid it, got the TV, whatever, I want to watch it. And... Uh, like, but if I'm paying for five screens, that's like that's not like five TVs off and on. That's five at the same time. Nobody, there's not five separate people in one household watching Netflix at the same time. Like, it's so stupid to sell me this and then say I can't share a password. That's so silly. Uh, I'm, Family I'm, I'm, is on <laughs> all different episodes of Lock and Key. We're all on different. different <laughs> Different points to the same episodes, and you know, just... yeah, we we can't we can't restart. No one no <laughs> one can compromise. So. Right. I'm thankful for password sharing. You know, I I just yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's it's a good thing. Um, we've kind of touched. I have another on... piggyback. Okay, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, go go, go uh, piggy back it. Aaron uh, mentioned uh, X, and I just want to mention Ty West, uh, the director of both X and Pearl, um, and a year full of great variety of horror he made like two of the best ones this year and two very different movies uh I seen pearl yet. oh pearl's pearl's really good um pearl is more it's where uh x is more of your typical kind of slasher but a very good version of that and pearl is more in the misery uh style of the horror psychological film. yeah a little bit more it's it's slower paced and stuff and um oh, that's- really liked it and it that movie uh uh ties in like covid kind of well actually oh, wow. for taking place so long in the past uh it's kind of fun how they clever how they they pulled that off too we're gonna get a third soon right are we i think there's a, a third you're just gonna yeah. go through the characters oh, and make, yeah. make prequels based on them i'm pretty sure that that's been announced and with the fact that X and Pearl um, <laughs> released both in the same year. I, I think we'll get that sequel very soon. Um, but yeah, yeah it's so good. So I, I would want more with with her and that character. I, I think she she pulls off the kind of Glenn Close, Kathy Bates, mm. <laughs> crazy bitch shit. Real, <laughs> real good. So uh, yeah. Well, oink oink, because I'm uh, I'm picking backing off of you, Mike. Um, and uh, my. <laughs> The other state I am thankful for is the state of horror. Like we've talked about it a lot on this pod. We we did a whole pod on it. Um, you mentioned X and Pearl, and we uh, said we're going to get a sequel to that. But I mean, we had um, a return to Stranger Things, a return to like good Stranger Things this year. Um, uh, yeah. Immortality. Uh, I, I think I'm the only one <laughs> who enjoyed that, or has even checked it out. But uh, that was a spooky game. Uh, the The Quarry was was really good this year. Barbarian, The Black Phone, Scream Five, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Uh, some of Severance, you know, I think very much fits in mm-hmm. in at least the the creepy kind of curiosities. Stuff. Yeah, I gotta check it out. Yeah, I mean, it's Scream. just Scream. Hell yeah. Scream. Yeah, um, for sure. Nope. Nope. Yeah, I didn't even put it. Uh, men. I mean, even if it wasn't Man. completely successful, Man. you know, but it was fucking creepy, you know. Like, and it's just we're getting it in every variety, you know. We've got the 
um, the campy stuff, slashers, the psychological stuff. We're getting it in video games. We're going to have more. So we got Callisto Protocol right around the, the corner. Um, you know, uh, there's no end to, if you want some spooky stuff, there's no end to it in, in any any flavor. Um, uh, you know, comedic stuff, what, whatever. Um, and I, I, I love it. It's great. And apparently Shudder is like one of the, the best streamers. Another one that I just like haven't <laughs> gotten on yet. But Aaron, I know you speak pretty highly of it. Um, it's pretty great. Yeah, so, um, yeah, State of Horror right now is just top-notch. Yeah, you can't find comedies, really, but it's nice that a lot of comedy and horror movies, like Kayla mentioned, like movies that don't take themselves seriously, horror is kind of the only spot to find that, find the laughs. Uh, that or podcasts for me. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're right, you're right. Some are horrific as well, so, you know. Listen to horror podcasts. So hell yeah. What do you got, Kayla? Uh, what's next on your list of thanks? I'll mention two things since it's my turn. I just <laughs> wanted to add. First, I mentioned like TV dramedies, and I didn't mention Hacks or mm. Minx, and I wanted to put that out. There. Oh, Minx! Yeah, hell yeah. Um, and I am thankful for the Black Panther trailer because it is how trailers should be. And it was perfect, and that's what I want out of trailers. Please take note. I dig it. I feel about the Barbarian trailer. I also yeah. enjoyed the Barbarian trailer. That is a good one. Best trailer this year, I think, Barbarian. Especially yeah, after I saw oh, the movie, it, it, it makes the trailer better. <laughs> it, it does. It, it definitely did make the trailer better. Um, I wouldn't say the same about Black Panther, but the the trailer of Black Panther is so good. See, the thing about the Barbarian trailer is when then you watch the movie and he's like, okay, the trailer gave me the first 30 minutes of this movie in two minutes, and now I have to watch the actual I get that. <laughs> 30 I get minutes. That, but it, it but makes you expect a different movie. Then it's, yeah, yeah, but that, it, made the, it made the beginning of the movie tougher than the norm normal trailers do for <laughs> I would say like almost like you almost have to have watched the trailer to get the full effect of the movie because so you watch this trailer and you think oh Pennywise is going to be a fucking creep because he looks like a fucking creep and he plays fucking creeps but thing. um that's like his thing but then you get into it and it's a different like like you and then, and then he's still acting kind of creepy uh and then you get into it and you're like well what is he going to turn into like Big clown ripping off arms, creepy, and then it turns into a different movie. And I think that that added a different layer to that movie, mm -hmm. having having expected something else. Because then it's like it's really dark, and the next scene it's bright light, California, Justin Long singing in a car, and it's mm -hmm. just. So I, I, for me, the trailer made the movie better, and then watching the movie makes the trailer better. That was just I think it was just really well done. Couldn't say it better. That's exactly my my sentiment. Yeah. I'm thankful for for Bill Skarsgård to just be the weird guy now. Yeah, he's, 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 <laughs> like maybe he's a little weird, but he's not killing you. <laughs> well, he's gonna be right. Nosferatu pretty soon, so I think he might oh, be back no! to killing. <laughs> Nosferatu's just misunderstood. But after, I think he's after also toxic, gonna be like toxic masculinity is the goat, the real vampire. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kevin. He's going to be in the spoiler alert. It's in the trailer for John Wick, but he's also going to be in John Wick. I think he's going to be like some mob bossy dude. So he might not be creepy, but he he might 
He does that thing where he's like, he's gonna work it in. Creepy, but okay, I, I, I drink a drink he gave me. Skarsgård is never <laughs> going to be in a rom com. He's <laughs> never. You're never going to be able to trust that guy when he comes on the screen again. Just with <laughs> with being Pennywise, his weird fucking eyeball, and his fucking. I don't know. I got as, I as a member of the Giant Forehead Club. Enough. His is just it catches you off. Nothing just seemed safe about Bill Skarsgård. <laughs> right. Maybe I, I, I would I, use him to get to his brother, but and I feel that same way about his dad. dad yeah, I'm saying maybe his yes, dad. especially after fucking Dragon Tattoo. That fucker with his weird spoilers for girl with a dragon tattoo but he's got a, a murder basement as well and that fucking thing. <laughs> and uh yeah but he was the scars guard i'm thankful for the scars guards because oh, melon is yeah. killing it in andor by the way he is Ooh. i haven't watched that andor is fantastic is oh, so good it's on the list He's real trustworthy in Dune, right? I mean, he, you know, he looks like a <laughs> yeah. trustworthy guy. The goop master, yes. Choose <laughs> uh, with his mouth open. You can't trust anything. Yeah. What a family. Yeah. What a family. Um, who, who's next? Mike? Mike, you got something? I got uh, one more, probably. Um, I'm thankful for trading card games. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> no one's playing that Marvel game, Mike. <laughs> I've, I really... I got back into Magic Arena uh, earlier this year in a big way. Um, you know, I was fucking working through ranked in that. I found a really fun deck I like to play. Just did some pre-releases and some drafts on Magic Arena recently with the new set. And I was fully ca- like ready to have maybe have this game on my top five this year. But then fucking the mouse gang fucking came, <laughs> busted through. You want some cards? We got some cards. And uh, Marvel Snap is is just just awesome. I play it every day. Um, it's just so cool to have like new cards pop up, and you don't know what they'd like. You'll just randomly get a new card. Sometimes, like one of the three areas might say, "Give you a random card," and you'll be like, "Whoa, what the fuck does Mysterio do?" And like, "Oh, he does. He creates like two illusions of himself at every area. Like he, all the cards really." Just like do what the character should do, like uh, very well. They've they've created just such a fun game and fun mechanics with these cards. Um, like Cyclops is a vanilla card; he doesn't do anything, <laughs> and I thought that's pretty funny with Cyclops. But, but he's one of the few cards that, when you're about to play him, he has this laser animate, like a laser beam shoots across the whole thing. So like they they made him like a lame vanilla thing, but they they realized the coolest thing about Cyclops is is his laser. <laughs> they they put it in there somehow, and uh, uh, just love it. It's uh, Wakanda season right now on that mm-hmm. game, and playing through that, and unlocking all the different variants for Okoye and. Uh, and Black Panther and stuff like that. And uh, just love it. I am thankful for the cards. They really shot themselves in the foot with having just like a defined Wakanda season. Because then, you know, it won't be Wakanda forever. Hey. Oh. <laughs> he said it. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna Wakanda keep- for three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep talking. Um, my last <laughs> yeah. thing as well, uh, the last thing I'm ever going to be thankful for is uh, the state of uh, 
remakes and remasters. Um, I am really, I, I know, like, a lot of this stuff gets gets some flack. Like, people don't like, oh, make new stuff, make new IPs, you know, make new games, new new shows, movies, whatever else. But, like, there are so many things that I never got to, got around to playing or, or what have you or got around to checking out. Um or just like they don't hold up over time. Like, yeah, maybe I liked whatever Final Fantasy VII or something at the time, but like that game's practically unplayable at this point. And then you know, in the last couple of years, we've gotten things like like Resident Evil Seven remake. Um, just you know, Demon Souls. That's a game I would have never gone back and and to play. But now, as soon as I get a PS Five, I'm gonna play the shit out of that. Like, that's like the one uh, Soulsborne game I've I've never played um and then like th- this year we've gotten uh, live alive a game i wasn't you know even aware of like a japanese deep cut and stuff that like no one could have ever thought that oh yeah you could you could play that on a modern you know system or something uh and, and now now you can i know the chrono cross um remaster wasn't great for you mike but like if i'm gonna play that game ever which i'd, I'd like to just for like posterity's sake um it's going to be this new, like, remastered version that, that came out. Um, and, and then in the future, we're getting, the near future, we're getting a Resident Evil 4 remake. We're getting a Dead Space remake. Uh, Silent Hill uh, 2 remake. Um, the near past, like, I, ju- I just this year um, got to play the Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 um, kind of re- remaster, uh, remake, how- however you want to kind of put it. Right. Um and it was wonderful. Like it's just really cool. I would never go back and like try to find like a a PlayStation or something to go play those games. But like now I've just got them through PS Plus on my PS4, and I could just play some Tony Hawk One and Two now, and in in a in a play very playable like manner. Um, really yeah. really cool. Um, and and I just I'm happy that like people who never maybe never got to play like The Last of Us or something like that, um, they now have Last of Us Part One to play in like the best version it's ever going to you know be that that type of thing. <laughs> Is it? Um, they're yeah. supposed to do that's that for, with God of War, right? Too those like first original three or whatever they have oh, are supposed to be remade. They've talked about it. I, I they've talked about a, a Horizon, even though that game is pretty um pretty new. new? But like doing a, a like a Horizon PS5 um kind of right. remaster. I think that that stuff's ridiculous. I, yeah, it's a cash grab to me. What I felt for was April Fools saying that they're gonna redo Legend of the Dragoon. Mm. <laughs> uh, I'm still pumped. I'm like, oh, is it April? Okay. <laughs> Oh, uh, I, uh, I like the stuff. Yeah. I don't want to have to play a game and it feel dated. I'm fine with them taking like, like you said, like Tony Hawk. You can just pop it in and it it feels like kind of a modern skating game now. It doesn't feel like a game from 1999. And uh, but stuff like The Last of Us Horizon that does those those don't need it. Bring bring the the fantastic game. Make a remake of Ocarina of Time. Nintendo will never do it, but do something like that. Remake Half-Life. Remake, you know. Well, they did w- Link's Awakening. I mean, that I, I never played that one, but that looked fantastic. You know, they, they remade Link's Awakening. So, it, never say never on Ocarina. That, that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, even, uh, like, um, it's more of a reboot than anything, but the Mortal Kombat movie that we got earlier this year, like, that... It, like 
I'm into that. Like if it's if things are like taken seriously and um like put a good spin on on something, I I want more of that. I yeah, sure I like new IP or whatever else. That's that's great, you know. Um we've talked about a ton of new shows and movies and and games that have come out this year. That's great, but like also if you could take something that like I would never otherwise have had the opportunity to to check out because it's it's so old and 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 do something good with it um make it accessible too like that's a big part of like so many games you can only play on a ps3 or something like that at this point or you know it's just not available to find anywhere um hey give, give me those games make them make them available so um yeah i i, I love when i hear a like a, a games being remade and it, it gives me hope for the future of like you know, even if it's crazy hope, like a, a Final Fantasy VI or something like that, or a, a I don't know, Mario RPG or, or just kind of anything, any of the, the best games I've ever played. I, I, I have hope that, sure. like, uh, in the same way that Resident Evil 4 is getting, you know, a remake, uh, that something else, like, that I just love could, could, could get a remake, that kind of thing. Legend um, of the Gaia is what we need. <laughs> sure, that's fine. <laughs> I'm only playing if it's a remake. Spider Maker. Yes. Yes. Uh. Alundra Two. Ooh, not one. Just, just two. (laughs) If it works for Silent Hill, it works for Alundra. You got anything else, Kayla? No, that's my list. That's your whole list. Uh, Is that everyone's list then? Yes. Uh. Wonderful. Well, before we get out of here, I want to say I'm thankful for for all of you, all of you on this call and all of you out there listening, um, you know, not to get too sappy, but you guys, you guys are the best. Everyone rocks. Uh, thank you for, for you. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're all my best friends, uh, listeners and, and podcasters alike. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's it's uh it's it's wonderful. It's it's great. I'm, I'm so super, super thankful that uh get to do this. So. Had to say it, um, but that's it. That's Aww. that's episode one hundred four, right? You know that was good. That was fun. It's it's almost Thanksgiving. Everyone's gonna eat a lot of food and everything else. Um, if you're looking for something to do, you might have some time off or anything else. Um, you know, and you've caught up on all one hundred and four episodes already. Uh, we also have Grounded for Life. Uh, Kayla, myself, and Mike. We play Grounded. We record it. Um, we fall out of a lot of trees. Uh, it's available on oh, YouTube, <laughs> on, on the uh, Machida Nonsense uh, YouTube page. page. Fall into Find out if we continue to play Grounded on this week's episode oh. of Grounded. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> There's uh there's four of those now. Uh so they're they're all there on our our YouTube. You can get that at at the Machine of Nonsense uh, on on YouTube. Um. We, it's a frustrating game, grounded, but uh, we we got some burglar chips. This this episode, I will say, is was the most frustrating, but I feel like we got the most done <laughs> in it. Uh, so uh, there's always that. There's the other. The grass is always greener on that that part of it. Ugh. And um, it's been a little while, but also if you're looking for some some uh, more of us on video, our episode 100 also available on uh, on YouTube as well. So check that out. Um, you know, more and more video stuff is is uh, up there, and and more more in the future too. 
So uh, you can always reach us various places. Uh, hit, shoot us up uh, an email. Shoot us up an email. That sounds weird. Uh, but we're uh, <laughs> machine and nonsense at gmail.com. You can inject us right into your email machine from that one. Um, that and- works. I've been doing it. <laughs> been doing it all wrong <laughs> if you want to uh hear your voice on this pod you can leave us a voicemail at anchor.fm slash machine of nonsense we'd love to hear from you what are you thankful for out there folks um if you're more of the um hit us up on social media you can do that uh facebook twitter i think is still around and instagram uh we're all over there leave us a comment uh question uh answer a poll do anything send us a meme whatever uh monstars is our fan group on facebook we'd love to hear from you uh i'm thankful for everyone who who gets out there on social media and and uh you know post stuff and and everything else Thankful for all the guests we've ever had on this pod. Katy Berry, Patrick Pena, who else? Uh, D. We had D on a recent episode. What a wonderful man. Um, Tony. Tony. Several episodes of Tony. Always thankful for Tony. Uh, He was there when we did our live episode on Twitch. Thankful for Tony. Um, And that's it. I've said thankful enough times. Episode 104 is in the books. We're getting out of here. We're eating turkey. We're saying... Goodbye. Gobble, gobble.